Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, thank you for joining us this week. I am so, so excited to share with you today's conversation as we are learning about a company that is taking online health to a new level. Connecting with people online is something we do every day. And I love that healthcare professionals are expanding their reach to connect with their clients via Zoom calls, text messages, without even having to leave your house. Today, I am honored to have registered dietitian Adrian, Chief Clinical Officer of Nourish, an online health company that connects you with specialized dietitians to fit your nutrition needs. Plus, they help you find affordable nutrition care that works with insurance plans. This is a huge step to make it easier for people to connect with dietitians. At Nourish, they cut through the nutrition noise, develop a sustainable plan of action, provide accountability, support, and develop a personalized nutrition plan because nutrition is not a one-size-fits-all. There's so much going on. As I was going through their website, this testimonial hit me. It warmed my heart, and I have to share it with you because you will understand what sets Nourish apart from other online health programs. This client writes, when I first met with a Nourish dietitian, I was expecting the same treatment as usual. Any specialist I had met told me not to eat certain foods, have a structured meal plan, and my problems would go away. All the recommendations felt so generic, and I was incredibly tired of hearing that my only option was to eat only a few clean foods for the rest of my life. Instead, my nourished dietitian listened to my whole history and all the issues that I was experiencing, then worked with me to develop our plan of attack. Since that first meeting, my dietitian has completely changed my view around food. I've been able to work with her and find out what food, patterns, and other factors influence my stomach pain. Now, I virtually never have stomach pain, and on top of that, I have a much healthier and well-rounded mindset towards food in general. Oh, my gosh, I got goosebumps just reading that. I am so happy for this person, and I don't even know her. Uh... (laughs) There are many more testimonials like that, but before I get carried away, let's dive into our conversation. Well, Adrian, it is so great to have you on the show. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? I would love to, Stacey. I'm so excited to be here. So I'm, uh, my name is Adrian Pexos. I'm a registered dietitian, certified eating disorder dietitian supervisor. Um, and uh, I'm the chief clinical officer of Nourish. We are an online uh, telenutrition platform. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Oh, well, I already told you I was a huge fan of you and your podcast before. So for you to contact me, it's I just told my husband, I'm like, I am so excited for today. And um, to to hear more about your business and nourish, tell everyone what that involves. Sure. Um, So goodness, Uh, I started my private practice 
almost 17 years ago, and it was just me trying to figure out how to get access to registered dietitians because I think dietitians are fabulous. Um, and so that's kind of where I started out and uh, knew that accepting insurance was really important to me uh, personally. And so that was something that's always been at the core of my beliefs for the practice. Um, so I figured that out, made lots of bad mistakes of like not knowing what I was doing. Um, and over the 17 years, was able to grow the practice and have other providers. And uh, this past year, almost a year ago, got approached by a technology company and they wanted to partner and really take nutrition to the masses. And their vision really was in alignment with mine of creating access, affordable access to dietitians. And I was like, yes, 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 sign me up. What do we need to do? And so this past year, we've really done that. So we grew from 11 dietitians. And today, when this is being recorded, we've got uh, over 60 dietitians and we're in 38 different states. So we're really, truly living that mission. So my little like mission and vision heart is just full and excited that we're truly trying to get registered dietitians to the masses. I love hearing that. And when we, maybe we talk with friends or family and there's always someone in the conversation that like, oh yeah, my dad went to see a dietitian for diabetes or if you're like me, I just went to a funeral and we were eating and they're like, oh, you're the dietitian. What are you eating? You know, so why would someone need to see a dietitian? <laughs> oh, well, there's so many reasons. Um, I love that you were at a funeral and somebody was like, oh, you're the dietitian. What are you eating? Because that's so true. No matter like where you are, they're like, oh, the dietitian's here. We have to eat good. And it's just, oh, silliness. Um Oh my goodness. I think there's so many reasons somebody should see a dietitian. And I guess kind of my, I guess what I always like to tell people is we didn't come with an instruction manual on how to nourish this like human suit that we all live in. And so everybody's needs are a little bit different. And what we see on social media of like, eat this, don't eat that, or all of that doesn't really kind of resonate always with somebody's personal lived experiences, their genetic uh, makeup, their mental health makeup. And so seeing a dietitian is where you can get that really personalized plan and care that kind of encompasses you as a human. So I think everybody should see a dietitian. Exactly. Everyone should. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with your business and Nourish, people can go on and get the nutritional care that they need. Now, there's so many other mm -hmm. ones out there. You know, we have like Noom and Weight Watchers and all these other things that bring on the technology through an app. What makes yours different than those? I love that. Um, besides us being better, not that I'm biased or anything. Um, so what makes us completely different from Noom and Weight Watchers is we're dietitian focused. So yes, we have technology. Yes, we have all of the things and we're building more and more and more, but it's dietitian focused. So our kind of core is you're meeting with a registered dietitian weekly or every other week, whatever is appropriate for the reason you're coming in. And the dietitian is working alongside of you and it's all about behavior change. So we practice from a weight inclusive approach. We're not going to tell you eat this, don't eat that. We're not going to weigh and measure you or ask you to weigh and measure food. We are really looking at that person from a whole and getting to the root of the issue. And that's people's relationship with their food and their body. And so 
the most beautiful thing is we've got time uh, where a lot of other healthcare professionals don't have time to sit and get through that root cause and work on behavior changes. And with all the social media and the clutter and everything they hear, can can your dietitians help kind of clear up those TikTok trends or anything else that they <laughs> see that someone else might be trying that, you know, my mom will be like, I think I should try this too. And it's like, oh, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 100%. So we practice um, evidence-based care, which means we love the science. Uh, So as dietitians, we really want to make sure that it is proven in science and it's evidence-based. And so if somebody's bringing in a TikTok trend or anything, there might be a shred of science and that might be appropriate for another human, but it might not be appropriate for what's going on with that person. So we're able to take all of that science and boil it down to, is this actually what you need for your body um, and what you're trying to accomplish? Um, And then also, I think that's the other thing that I love that keeps us different is we explain the why, like, why in the world do we want you to eat carbohydrates for your depression? Why in the world are we asking you to, I don't know, have a snack at three o'clock? Like, we want to make sure you understand the reason, not just because I said so. (laughs) (laughs) That's always important. Um, You mentioned (laughs) a little bit about the mental health. How does that apply, make the connections with nutrition? Oh my goodness, food is so personal uh, and so personal in the sense of what our beliefs are, cultural experience. And so that's a big puzzle piece of it. But then also mental health is huge. And especially past uh, the pandemic, we're seeing this uptick in mental health crisis going on and, um, and awareness as well. And I think a lot of people might not understand that all of those emotions, aka our neurotransmitters, what emotions are made out of the chemical uh, puzzle pieces, come from food. And so if we're not nourishing our body appropriately, we can also see an uptick in depression, anxiety, um, ADHD, all of those types of issues. And so... Somebody might come in and they have diabetes. They also might be struggling with depression. Awesome. Let's talk about that. What's going on in nutrition that could possibly help and support? Nutrition will not completely 180 fix mental health, but it will also really make an uh, impact on supporting and helping somebody get past some of those big hurdles. Where I get really excited when I see studies that make that connection, like have a handful of cashews to help with a mood booster, you know, and some of those can get a little bit, you know, uh, trend heavy, but I do like to see the science and, and know that there is that connection with the gut, the mind, and really food is medicine for us. <laughs> it's so true. It's amazing. And when people... Like when I've talked to different therapists about, you know, like, oh, you know, we really like, when was the last time you talked to your patient? Like, when was the last time you ate? Having those simple conversations, it was interesting. Therapists would be like, oh, that makes sense. That food is a part of mental health. Like, oh, I totally, I didn't even put those puzzle pieces together. And I love what you said that, you know, our gut's connected to our brain and we forget that we're a whole human. And I think a lot of times in the medical world, we are like, oh, well, I only work on the uh, mental health. I'm only going to focus on the head. Oh, I only work on the gut. I'm only going to work on this part as opposed to we're this huge 
mess of a human and they all all of our puzzle pieces talk and so as dietitians I think that's one of our superpowers is we understand how the body talks to each other a lot of the times people come to a dietitian for weight loss and what type of clientele do you have in that category yeah. So, yeah, that's a huge piece. And so people will come in with weight concerns. And since we do practice from a weight inclusive approach and we don't choose to weigh patients, we always kind of like really do some education around patients of, you know, well, awesome. I, that is one of your personal goals. Tell me more. Like what, what would change in your life if this number on the scale actually changed? and kind of really understand their why behind that. Um, and it might be that they want more energy to play with their kids or they want to, um, who knows, I, I can't even think of things right now off the top of my head. And I say, awesome, let's put this idea of weight loss and for everybody that's listening, I'm using air quotes, let's put it on the shelf, like uh, imaginary shelf because let's look at the other puzzle pieces. We can't even talk about changing our body without looking at, okay, well, we're not really eating to nourish our body. We're not sleeping. Our stress is really hard. We're not giving our uh, foundation of our body enough to even begin to look at other things. So let's start there. And your body may change. It may go up in weight. It may go down in weight. But we have to get some good foundation before we even have those conversations. Um, and it's been absolutely amazing when people come in and like, I need to lose X amount of pounds. And we start from that kind of approach. They start to really understand that the body is more than just a number on the scale. And they start to really define their health other than weight. And that's just been absolutely wonderful. And we're starting to see that change in the medical model as well. Oh, isn't that good to hear? <laughs> It's so great. It's so great. <laughs> um, how long does someone work with a nourished dietitian? Oh, it's, it varies. So, you know, we have some people that will stay with us. Uh, since Nourish is, we rebranded from I Live Well. Um, so we've had people that have been with us since the rebrand about a year. Um, I personally have worked with patients for five or six years. I specialize in eating disorders, and so sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Um, but, you know, it varies per condition. Um, I would love to say that we see people for six to eight months, but uh, that's kind of our, our clinical recommendations. And we always let the patient, like, if this feels good to you, we would love to be there supporting you. Um, but we really leave it up to the patient. Explain more on the steps in starting this process and how does someone connect through the Nourish program? Sure. So they just head over to the website, usenourish.com, and there's a little orange button that says, get started today. Um, and they click the little orange button and it goes through a couple of questions because we want to know what somebody's coming in for. So if somebody's choosing gut health or GI issues, we're going to pair them up with a dietitian that has extensive training in GI issues that uh, is understanding of what's all going on. And then from there, uh, we also want to make sure that that dietitian is uh, licensed in their state to practice. Um, it's covered by their insurance. And so we match them up of what provider is going to best fit them. Uh, with their needs and their um, also with their 
state regulations and everything. Um, and then from there, we find a, a time, hopefully it's in the next couple of weeks, two weeks is our max that we try to not make somebody wait too long. And uh, then they have their first appointment, that initial appointment. Um, I know sometimes patients go in and they're ready to make a million and 12 changes. And that's where we kind of set those expectations of like that first appointment, I need to get to know you, everything that's going on from your current medical history, your past medical history, your family medical history. What is it like in, in your life day to day? What is it like to sleep, eat, what's stress like? Um, and then how is it different on the weekends versus weekdays? We are, that first session is just so much data collection. And then the dietitian kind of takes all of that and creates a personalized care plan of what's it going to look like to reach those goals. Um, of maybe with this example of gut health of like decreasing bloating and maybe there's some IBS going on. And so we're going to slowly make changes. And that second session, we're going to give a small little change and test it out. So we have some hypothesis and tests that we work on. Like, okay, so maybe this week we're going to work on eating X, Y, and Z. And we have them come back the following week and like, how did it go? Did the gas change? Did the bloating change? How are things? And we start to iterate and start to find something that works for that person. So that's why we say it takes time because our body makes some changes, makes some adjustments. We might have to go and get some lab work. And so it's a process. Um, and that's, why we really want to set patients up for success. Yeah. There's so much that goes into it. I love that you really take the time to figure out lifestyle and history and all that because it's not just about what you eat in the day. Uh, there's so much more that plays into it. You know, when you think about food, we think about food how many times a day? I mean, it's nonstop. We eat times a day. So there's so much that goes into the mix with that. And it's really wonderful to hear that you find a specialized dietitian because we're not experts at everything. Uh, recently, my husband had some gallbladder issues and was put on a certain diet. And I was like, he's like, you don't know this? And I was like, it, I no, uh, no. <laughs> I need to refresh a little bit. I kind of know some things, but I can't tell you everything because there's so much out there to help someone making that personalized nutrition be successful. Oh, so true. Oh, my goodness. I, yeah, gallbladders. I'd be like, nope, I don't know. Like, let's ask Google because that's like, hey, let me find a dietitian that knows that because I know I'm no thanks. <laughs> There's so much with that. So you're seeing um, anything from gut health to eating better to eating disordered eating and dis and eating disorders. Uh, what are some other yeah. topics? Yeah, so we've got uh, heart disease, uh, heart health, diabetes, PCOS, women's health, pre and postnatal, menopause, um, eating disorders, disordered eating, sports nutrition, pediatrics, uh, picky eaters, um, you name it. We try to really make sure we have a dietitian for every condition. Um, and so that's been a, a wonderful journey. And I've gotten to learn so much from our dietitians as well. Like, oh, that's why my toddler is only eating chicken nuggets. Great. Awesome. I think we're going gonna, gonna to come see you. <laughs> right. right. We all need a specialized area in that. And then you have all kinds of varieties of dietitians. Do they meet once a week? Is it a couple times a week? What, is, what does that look like? And can they 
ask questions? Do they have connections otherwise? Texting, email, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we really say once a week is more than enough. And for somebody that's not used to seeing a healthcare provider often, it can feel really weird. And so we want to ease people into that of like, you know, we recommend seeing weekly because so much happens uh, between uh, sessions. So that's our recommendation is weekly. Uh, but we definitely work with patients on what fits in with their schedules. Uh, for our pediatric patients, um, we say if they're tweens, we like to separate out, like let's have an appointment with a parent and let's have an appointment with the kiddos. So we really try to separate out those as well um, and do that weekly because parents are the ones cooking and shopping and kiddos are having that relationship with food. And so we try to separate out. Um, and so that's kind of what it looks like for sessions. And then in between sessions, um, we do have um, HIPAA compliant ways of communicating with their dietitian um, so that it is safe and secure. Um, we do have send out like reminders of like, hey, don't forget, we're going to work on drinking uh, eight ounces of water this week. Or So we do try to send in those like reminders as well. Um, but we want to make sure that we're not one, taxing the dietitians too much and then also being annoying to the uh, patients. So we try to really find that balance. We haven't figured it out perfectly just yet, but that's something that we're working on. <laughs> yes, that's always a hard one. You come from this background of having like the non-diet approach and the word nourish encompasses all of that. How do you take on to that? Oh, I think, yeah, um, diet before a letter word, like, because in my head, it, it's there's a beginning, a middle and an end. And most of the time people after the end goes back and tries it again and again. And we're seeing it so much in the research too, that weight cycling is even more detrimental for people's health long term. And so I'm so excited to see this research coming up and to really have these better conversations in the health industry that, you know, it's Health is not defined by our weight. And so it's been so awesome to really encompass what nourish means is that we're trying to nourish our body. And in register, as registered dietitians, we're able to talk about sleep. We are able to talk about, you know, our stress. And I might not be able to fix your stress. I can refer you to a fabulous therapist. But let's really look at, from a biochemical aspect, how does stress affect our relationship with food? How does stress affect our hunger fullness levels? How does sleep affect our um, hunger fullness levels? So we're able to really look at the whole entire human and nourish them. And also with that, in media, there's so much out there with not really enjoying our bodies and having a negative body approach or a negative body image. And so we can really also nourish our relationship with our body as well, which is it's a journey for everybody. It is because when you look at like, especially the first of the year, weight loss is kind of sexy. It is out there. It looks appealing. You see results. But when you turn over this side of it, how do you sell this non-diet approach? Yeah. And I think it's one of those, um, if we took the body and flipped it inside out, um, and looked at like, well, what does health look like to you? Um, are we, is everything a-okay? And that's what we're really looking at. So I don't care good, bad, right, wrong, whatever, all of those things. But from a medical standpoint, are you in good health in the sense or are we 
saving off of diseases from a mental health side. Are we in a good mental health state? Um, and then also, do we like ourselves? Um, and also, what is your definition of health? Do you have enough energy? Are you uh, able to move the way you want to? So I think really taking that inside out approach is kind of a different way. And it's it's not easy. It's not accepted by the masses yet. Um, and I think it's, it's a different way of approach. And it's really interesting. Patients, I'm, I'm beyond impressed with patients. We're seeing an uptick of patients wanting that approach. Wonderful. Um, especially as we come into the new year and everything gets selling-wise and things like that. But has this always been your platform, like your passion when you were first a dietitian? <sighs> I've been asked it a few times and I wish I had a better better memory because when I first was a dietitian and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a sports dietitian because I want to help athletes. I'm not an athlete. Um, I don't know where that came from. I think it was just like the sexy appeal. Um, And then I was a clinical dietitian because I loved all the equations and the math side. And I I was just, when I got into private practice, um, it was mainly just because there was a need and I volunteered at an eating disorder treatment center. So it was one of those like, Oh, in the eating disorder world, we're more worried about like making sure somebody's behaviors are um, in a safe place, making sure if somebody's needing weight restoration, that they're doing it safe and appropriately. So I, 20 something years ago, uh, inclusive approach wasn't a thing. And I don't ever think it was in my brain, like, this is the way I'm practicing. It was just, well, let me look at the science first and what's appropriate. And if somebody like taking care of their body, are they nourishing their body? Are they eating what is needed for them? I don't think I ever labeled it. I just don't ever think it was, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember <laughs> how I used to practice me back when, but it was one of those, I think I just was meeting patients where they were. It's kind of where my philosophy was back then. I think a lot more dietitians are taking on this practice. I know for myself, you know, years ago, I was that dietitian that had particular calorie counts and, you know, kind of super strict in that area. That little diet culture I'll have to say. But you realize that that, that was not long-term. And so you, you really have the heart to help your patients the very best for lifelong. It's not just a quick fix. We want it to be lifelong. Oh, 100%. It was so funny as you were saying that. I was thinking, um, I remember, yeah, I would, I would create meal plans and they were like stupid calorie ones. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Because I was like, uh, I live in Texas and chips and queso is a like a staple, uh, chips and queso and margaritas. And I remember like looking at what is a serving size of queso and it was like two tablespoons. And I was like, well, that's stupid. That's like what's on one chip. And I was just like, I... I was like, I cannot logically recommend somebody eat two tablespoons of queso. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's just not fun, is it? No. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to live that way, nor should anybody live in two tablespoons of queso and not have a margarita. No, uh, no thanks. <laughs> so you're using food as the medicine, ditching out those diet culture ways. Um, I love hearing that you can connect with anyone in the country. Is this... I've never heard of this platform before. You know, there's the the therapy platforms like Better, um, but this one you're actually talking with a registered dietitian. Are you the yeah. one and only out there? 
No, no, I wish. I wish. There's more out there and I'm sure that there'll be more to come. Um, There's a, usually they're a little bit sexier and they're like built in with like a glucometer or they're built in. Yeah. So there's, there's some other sexy ones out there. Um, We hope to be bigger and better someday. Um, But uh, no, I think, I think it's um, slowly, hopefully going to be the mainstream, just like how it is with mental health. Like you said, with, um, like talk space and headspace or headway or there's a whole bunch out there. Uh, that is my dream is that dietitians are just a uh, mainstream as therapy. Right. The, the two go together for sure. So much. Yeah. It would be great if we were on Ted Lasso, how like Ted Lasso is talking to his therapist. Um, and I was like, he needs a dietitian. The team, the soccer team needs a dietitian. Yes, they do. I think one time, um, I was watching Santa Claus with my kids, and they said, you need to see a dietitian. And I was like, what? Well, <laughs> and that was a yeah. whole movie, too. But uh, just even the word dietitian, I think a lot of people don't understand. Um, if someone, you know, has a nutrition question, they may see a personal trainer or a nutritionist, and we kind of brushed over the benefits of having a dietitian. Uh, any other main points you want to touch on that? Yeah, I, I always encourage people find a registered dietitian. Um, and each state has different uh, regulations of what that looks like. Um, but a registered dietitian went to school, went through uh, an internship program, and went through an extensive um, exam to have those letters behind their name. And also, so depending on state, there is licensure. And what licensure, I always say, is it's the protection for the public. So if a dietitian does something that is not appropriate or recommends something that isn't appropriate, they can lose their license, just like a medical doctor can lose their license to practice. And so to me, that is where it's that safety protocol to protect the public. And so with personal trainers and for um, other practitioners out there that might be practicing nutrition that don't have licenses, that's where it's possibly not safe. Yes. Oh, it's banging our head against the wall sometimes, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. And I think also like dietitians, we're not sexy. Like we're not the ones on Instagram doing TikTok stories or anything. Um, and so sadly, we're not going to have that large voice that, you know, some other healthcare professionals might have. And so I think that's the other piece is we need to work on being a louder voice. And we're doing it. We're getting there. That's right. So where can people connect with you guys? Give us that information again. Yeah. So it's just usenourish.com and on all the socials, it's usenourish. Yeah, it's pretty easy to find. Um, We're not super big as far as our TikTok following and all of that uh, because we're too busy seeing patients. Um, So (laughs) yeah. Well, Adrian, any other last takeaways before we close for today? Oh, I'm just so excited to talk with you, Stacey. It's been so awesome to connect and always talk about dietitians. But yeah, if you guys ever need anything, just head over to Use Nourish. Thank you so much. I just want to say helping people figure out how to feel better through food is every dietitian's mission. We love food. We are foodies. And we love the science and connection food plays with the overall health of our body. 
You should see my hands here. They're going crazy because it's true. And you can clearly see Adrienne's passion for doing this and connecting more people to a specialized dietitian so they will feel better and live a happier life. Be sure to follow and connect with them at Use Nourish. Such a wonderful conversation as they are making a difference in many people's lives. So be sure to share this episode with a friend. Maybe you have a friend who's confused about what to eat or they just feel awful after eating certain foods and just can't figure out how to feel better and everything else in between. I want to thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.